Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus, a video series that comforts us and teaches us, helps us understand that when we pray, specifically when we pray the Psalms, we don't pray them alone. We always pray them with Jesus. So we've been talking about these stages of life, and you find them in the Psalms. And again, not to oversimplify, you know, life into three categories, but uh, you know, I think we can find that each of us uh, can resonate a little bit with uh, each of these stages. You know, the stage of life where it's the blessed life. You know, God is good, and life is uh, is good, and uh, we praise God from whom all blessings flow. Uh, and then again, those uh, stages of life where we find ourselves in the pit. Uh, we've placed ourselves there because of our sin, or the world has done it, and we have all these questions to God about it. Uh, and then God rescues us, redeems us, and we sing his praise. And in each of those stages, um, uh, we can say there's a psalm for that, that God gives us words to speak and uh, uh, words to express. Um, it might be joy, it might be thanksgiving, it might be praise. Uh, it might be um, rage and anger at injustice. Uh, it might be sighs uh, filled with all types of questions. And so uh, there is no emotion uh, that is excluded. We're always uh, always praying with Jesus. And he gives us the very words to speak. And uh, what's comforting about these psalms is that, that these are God's words that we get to pray. And so it's as if God puts a boundary around these uh, emotions of ours. And because, again, of uh, the corrupted nature, not corrupted just physically, you know, but also emotionally, spiritually, um, sometimes these emotions get the best of us and they go beyond what God intended or created. And uh, prayer can be a, a very raw you know, raw thing and um, a very tumultuous experience filled with all kinds of thoughts and uh, questions. And all of a sudden those thoughts turn into words and we wonder, you know, have have I overstepped my bounds in taking this up with God? So when we pray the Psalms, we have this great gift that when we pray God's words, we're, we're within his his boundaries. He's given us these very words to speak. So, especially life in the pit. So, the pit brings all of these questions. And if you read the Psalms, you'll find that there's a lot of question marks in the Psalms. You know, next time you kind of uh, read through them, notice all of the questions that are there. Uh, How long, O Lord? When, O Lord? Why, O Lord? Uh, Why have you forsaken, Lord? And you combine that with, you know, the emotions that are inside of us. Things like, you know, uh, God, why are you not doing uh, this? Um, why is this happening? What's the purpose of, of all of this? When will, uh, you know, when will this all make sense? You know, I'm waiting for God uh, to, I want him, want him to. And there's this, there's a sense that uh, God, uh, there are secret uh, counsels of God that we don't, don't understand. Uh, And yet at the same time, uh, there are mysteries that are revealed to us. So Isaiah uh, speaks of this, Isaiah chapter 55, uh, God speaking through the prophet, God saying, my thoughts are not your thoughts, uh, neither are your ways my ways, or my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and my ways higher than your ways. And Paul also in Romans chapter 11, is as if he throws up his hands and 
verses 33 and following. Uh, This is the New International Version. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? And so we do have these questions. Um, and uh, they sometimes the answers remain in the secret counsel of God. He doesn't give us uh, the reasons. And you combine this also with the unholy trinity wanting to use uh, this time in the pit uh, to separate us from God, to alienate us from him, uh, to create um, unbelief and misbelief and, and even to lead us into despair. And so we want resolution. That's why the questions come. You know, we want God to resolve it. Um, and sometimes God graciously does. At other times, he doesn't give us a resolution. Uh, rather, he gives us a revelation of himself, specifically in um, our brother, our Savior, the Lord Jesus, the Word uh, becoming flesh. So here's an example, Psalm 13. And again, remember, we pray these psalms with Jesus. It begins this way, Psalm 13. And notice all the questions. How long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long will you will you hide your face from me? How long uh, shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart every day? How long shall my enemy triumph over over me? And so, you know, again, you can envision the pit, and there is, uh, you know, all of these questions, these these sighs. Some of them you can say are sighs. Others of them you can say, you know, it's like a fist raised to heaven. Maybe it begins with a sigh. How long, you know, O Lord, will you forget me forever? And then it transitions into how long shall my enemy triumph over me? Um, You know, and a cry, you know, the psalm continues, answer me. Behold, you know, look at me. Give light to my eyes. Uh, Don't let my enemies uh, say, oh, well, I've prevailed against him. Um, And they're going to rejoice when I fall. Again, we pray these psalms with Jesus. So uh, you can envision Jesus himself here uh, crying out these psalms. The enemies are around him at the cross. The, it seems as if all is going to you know, uh, prevail against him. Um, and so our brother is right there with us. Now, again, we want resolution, uh, but God uh, doesn't always resolve, resolve the issue, does he? He does always, though, give us a revelation of himself, a re- revelation in the word, in the scriptures, but, but also in the word made flesh in Jesus. So you get this sense that the psalmist, Psalm 13, verse 5, has buried uh, you know, beneath uh, all these questions, um, you could say these exclamation points that raise themselves above, uh, above the situation. And so you see it in verse 5. It says, but, you could put it in there, nevertheless, in the midst of all these questions, nevertheless, I trust in your loving kindness. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. So, you know, again, the praise comes not necessarily because the situation is resolved, but in that situation, in that pit, Uh, God gives a revelation of himself, uh, a revelation of his grace, uh, all of his gifts, his mercy, 
the peace that surpasses all understanding. And again, all of those come through, through our brother, the Lord Jesus. So those Psalms help us uh, stay within the boundaries, right? Even in those painful periods of life, God gives us those words to speak. So again, use, um, use that two voices resource, right? That column, one on the left side where you acknowledge all the troubles of your life, uh, the life in the pit, the sighs, the groans, the, the questions. And then on the other side, uh, affirm the promises, the neverthelesses, right? Uh, the, the firm trust and bold confidence in the promises of God. And uh, we don't pray again. We take comfort. We don't pray these psalms alone. We pray them always with Jesus. He is that, uh, that Savior, that great high priest, our brother in the flesh, praying for us, praying with us, praying in and through us. And uh, we're going to learn to pray even in the questions uh, by praying the Psalms with Jesus. Jesus.